Welcome to the Podcast Connector. I'm Christina Rice, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Kelsey Goldstein and Abby Frank. We run the Podcast Connector, a service that connects podcast hosts and aligned guests, like a dating service for podcasts. Each week, we'll bring you behind-the-scenes stories and tips about the podcasting world, while also introducing you to some amazing people in health, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and personal development. If you'd like to get booked on podcasts or get connected with aligned guests, head to thepodcastconnector.com. And don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at thepodcastconnector. Let's dive in. Okay, let's talk about what to do when you feel totally uninspired, totally dry, no content. I don't know what to post about. You've hit a creative Um, wall. You've hit a creative wall. I've been there many times um, and strategies to, to do this. I think this is one of the, like, it's interesting for me with coaching people, different people have different strengths, right? Some people, they have like endless content ideas. Other people are like, I can't think of anything. I have, I have no idea. And so that's why having some like structure or some things to fall back on is, is really helpful. Um, and I think one of the main things I recommend all my clients do is like always have a list of backup ideas. So like I tell people like, just make a list in your phone. And whenever you come up with ideas and when you're first getting started, just sit down for like 10 minutes and write some things so that whenever you feel like I'm uninspired, you can just go to that list and pick the one that feels the best for you that day. And just having that running list takes a lot of pressure off. That's what, what I do. We just have a backlog and like, even just having that backlog of ideas, I typically don't even use them, but I think just having that security, that safety net helps me. So that's one really important thing that Mm -hmm. I will, I will start with. Um, I really get inspired when I like interact with other people, um, and have conversations with clients and other entrepreneur friends. And we talk about like our struggles or what we're going through or some pain point that I help the client with, um, because I know it will resonate with other people because you're talking to someone else who's in their shoes, uh, about that problem or whatever it is, not necessarily a problem. Um, so I think it's really helpful to do something like that. I had a three hour long conversation with one of my really close friends, who's also an entrepreneur. And she has been like posting all kinds of posts. And every time I see them, I'm like, Hey, we talked about that on that three hour call. I feel like after we got off the phone, she just like created a document, right? But like she messaged me the first time she posted something we talked about and was like, I cannot even tell you how many people DM'd me after I posted that. So she was like, thank you for being like vulnerable with me about this thing that you're going through because mm-hmm. so many people resonated. Yeah, I will say um, just from working with Christina, one thing we've learned, I think, and I've observed this in general is when you're the expert and you're so honed in on your topic of expertise, it's really hard sometimes to zoom out and see what somebody that's following you and looking to you for guidance actually like needs or wants to know, because in your mind, like what you know, and what you're an expert on is so normal to you. Mm -hmm. And so Christina always asked me, she's like, okay, well, if you were a person like you, what would you want to ask about this topic? Like, what are your questions? Cause you know, for Christina, she knows all the answers. So I don't, I don't know all the answers. Let's, well, let's not, let's not go there. She's all um, knowing, but <laughs> I wish, no, I don't, 
but it's, it's true. It's like, I'm, and then I'm so surprised by the things you tell me, but to Abby's yeah. point, that's how I get almost all of my inspiration. It's from conversations I have. And that's one from clients, but also just like talking to people who are so outside of my industry, actually, like it actually is so helpful for me when I like go home and visit my family. They don't know about any, anything that I'm into. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, this is like the level of aware, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, the questions they ask, I'm like, this is really helpful. Like, this is actually really helpful that you, you actually don't even know about that, you know, or like today, like going to the hair salon and talking to my hairdresser and like our conversations and his like genuine curiosity and, and his questions. And I'm like, those are really good questions. And like, whoa, this is helpful to see what, what you're wondering. Um, and you can get the same thing, even if you're not talking to people, but like consuming content outside of my sphere. So like a book about something totally random or just like a fun movie. And I'm just like observing human behavior or different ideas. Like sometimes when you're staying in the same industry, I think a lot of people will try and get more inspiration from within their industry. And sometimes that can be helpful, but it's actually more helpful for me to like go completely outside of it. Like I could get, I could get more, this is so random, but I would just always read a fantasy novel. Like when I was doing health posts, I would just always like read a fantasy novel when I felt dried up. And like, suddenly that just made me think of things. So yeah, try things that are outside of your, your industry, so to speak, and see what that, what that sparks in you for sure. I completely agree. I feel like when you're an expert in a field, you're probably following a t- like mostly other people that are very similar to you. Mm-hmm. And so then it looks like all of the same content is getting reused and copied because a lot of it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's different angles to that. So one, I think it's super helpful to either have people ask you questions that aren't at your level or in your field. And then another thing is if you are going to look at other people, this kind of came up in a marketing meeting we recently had Christina, but someone brought up to us, like, you don't necessarily look at your competitors to copy them, but you can look at them for, and look at their content to see how your perspective differs. Mm -hmm. So it can like spark a new idea on the same topic within you. So I think that was a really interesting point and a good way to find inspiration. That was like my most viral posts have always have always been like, this is, and again, this was like my go-to thing when I was more focused on nutrition, but I would just look for people that I disagreed with. Like, and so I always followed people who were outside of like my paradigm. It's like totally different now. And then what they were saying, um, I would be like, Oh, I totally disagree. And like, that would be the inspiration for my post. I obviously wouldn't be like, Oh, this person said this, like, no, it's leaving them out of it. But I'm like, have you, has anyone told you this? Because actually I think this, you know, in my experience, so that, that is for sure really helpful. And like, you know, personal experience, like in general is, is, I think sometimes people get so caught up in making the content. And like, sometimes when you just don't have inspiration, that's your sign to go live, go do something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first of all, there's a lot to be said about just like decision fatigue and overthinking it and just taking a step away. But like when you were talking about reading a fantasy book, it gets that creative side of your brain going again. Cause it's like when we're working and we're working on creative material, we're like very much trying to control the creative from like a logical standpoint sometimes. And so really just getting into, you know, the creative side of your brain and taking a break from all of the logical stuff, I think is so important and like recognizing where that line is. 
And then, like you said, just going and living your life, like you recently have been traveling a lot and like how much has come through for you since just going to new places and like doing things. It's crazy. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> change of environment, you know, maybe like go meet up with someone you haven't met up with in a while. Simple things like that. I just think like a change of, yeah, a change of surroundings can really do a lot for your brain. Yeah. Including people. I clean my room when I need some motivation. I don't know why. Like, I think it's like a clean slate, like too much clutter is too much around me and like getting something else done and completed makes me feel like, okay, I do have something in me. Like I'm not totally drained, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that's just OCD. No, I feel that too. Like when I have, it's like that feeling of like, we've been talking about this a lot, like loose ends when I have loose ends, like in my life and my bit, it's like, there's clutter. I just need, I need to feel like there's, there's a clean slate. I'm focused. I'm ready to go for, for sure. But I, you know, I also think there's just so much pressure for people to like overproduce content as well. Um, and when you're, if you're making a lot of content, like you're going to recycle content and that's okay. You know, I think it can be very helpful also to revisit old things that you've, you've created and like, do I have more to say about this? has my opinion changed? You know, like, is there, does this need an update? Can I add more to this? And that could be really, really helpful as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think like, as I'm thinking about it, like what inspires me the most, probably like taking a total technology, social media break, information break, um, getting out of my space, getting out of my environment, just giving myself alone time to recharge that. And then on the other side is talking to somebody who I wouldn't typically talk to. You know, like if I'm talking to my same couple of friends again and again and again, I'm not, I might, I don't always get as inspired. Sometimes I do like what Abby was talking about. Like if you have a really great long conversation and so much comes through, but sometimes I just need some new energy, some new insight, some new perspective to Mm -hmm. remind me like, oh, some people think this way or like some people do that. I didn't even realize because I'm around people who are similar to me. Mm -hmm. And like what you said about living your life, I feel like one of the easiest ways and one of the types of content that people I think, and I've seen this with you too, Christina, that people respond to the most are just like raw personal experiences because they're so relatable. So I think there's something too to be said about how curated are you trying to make your content? And like, sometimes that's fine. Sometimes people want to, here's three steps to do this in an Instagram carousel. But other Mm -hmm. times people just want, people are more inspired by seeing something you've gone through because it's so relatable. And so, yeah, just look at where the balance is in your content, I guess. And if you're not balanced in both like personal content and curated content, and you find you're gravitating towards one more than the other, I would say it's time to change things up a little and just like notice how your audience responds. Look at your engagement. Yeah. Well, and even the quality of educational content, when it comes from experience rather than just like reading about things is it's so clear. It's so clear to me when people I'm like, you just regurgitated that from somebody else you heard, you haven't actually worked with people. You haven't actually done this. And like, for example, a lot of people told me this when they went through biz school, they were like, I've been through other business coaching programs and this is totally different. And I'm like, yeah, because I didn't look, I, the way I made this course was I sat down and I thought about these topics and I was like, well, what actually worked for me? Like, I didn't like do any outside research for that course. I just sat yeah. down and like, this is, this is what helped, you know? And, and I see that all the time, like on, I mean, it's just, 
it's so sad to me because I feel like social media, so many people, people are just like copying each other and it's so obvious. And it's like the authenticity, the energy. And I'm not saying like, you can't use similar topics because obviously people are going to overlap in topics, but you can just tell when somebody is like speaking from experience from actually, you know, working with people or like seeing this or like, it's very heartfelt. It's like what they were actually thinking about versus, Oh, I saw this somewhere else. And I'm just trying to like repackage it and say, it's mine. It's so clear, the authenticity. So in my head, I feel like just, I wouldn't even bother, you know? Yeah. I get overwhelmed. If I see everybody posting about the same thing, I'm like, I don't feel connected to anyone right now because like, you're all literally saying the same exact thing. What makes you different? Mm -hmm. And so yeah, making sure that connection piece is there. And I think posting personal content is a huge portion of that. Obviously, it depends, you know, what industry or what field you're in, how much you can do that. But yeah, again, just switch it up if you haven't. Try a new angle. And I've seen a lot, like I've worked in the agency world for a while, and I've seen a lot of professional businesses shifting this way too. Like, look mm. at all the marketing companies that use like the cool lingo now, and they want to talk to like the younger audiences and the millennials, and they have an actual mission now because people are more drawn to that than just a professional, like sterile looking website. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I think we've gone like from one end of the pendulum where it was so professional, so curated. And now we're kind of swinging back because people are realizing that there's that missing link now of feeling the connection to people. Well, also a lot of the like overly professional advice, like wasn't really getting to the root of it. You know, like if you want to actually make a shift in your life and that could be health, that could be, I'm biased in the, the place, the things I talk about, right. I think about health, business, intuition. And like, if I think about the truth of, of what it is to expand in any of those areas, it's not the simple five steps to X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? It's not the like I can't just put five bullet points. It's like the, it's the ugly stuff. You know, it's like the raw stuff. It's like the inner work. It's, it's not. And if people are just going off of the, like what feels professional and packaged, you're only going to get so far, you know, yeah. it's like missing the point. And so I think that, and I'm not saying that that other stuff isn't valuable. It totally is, but it's almost like there's a whole other, like what's underneath the tip of the iceberg that a lot of people avoided for a long time. And that's, that piece that's really juicy, really helpful. Like so much of that is personal experience and like, it's going to be different for every, every person, you know? And I think people are so worried about like saying the wrong thing that instead of saying what their, their actual experience was, they just say what other people say, because it feels safer, but like, that is so true. <laughs> yeah. We're so worried about other people's opinions because let's be honest though. Social media can be a really intense place these days. Mm-hmm. So while I understand that, I also think like, here's how I see it. You can be in the middle and be really cautious and tiptoe around certain topics, or you can be an extreme person. And yeah, you're going to have a lot of people that disagree with you and don't want to follow you and probably give you hate. But then your audience that you do resonate with is going to be like a powerhouse audience. And they're going to support you like crazy. And then, like I said, you could be this account that has like a lot of followers, but no one actually like feels connected to you or engages with you or buys your offers. It's exhausting to Yeah. To walk on eggshells, let mm-hmm. me tell you, mm-hmm. it's exhausting, mm-hmm. you know, so <laughs> just, just say it, but that's the stuff. It's like, Abby, what you were saying when your friend posted that and everybody's like, oh my God, this totally resonates with me. Those are the posts that are just like from real, like, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. This is what helped me as opposed to the ones that are like, you know, these three things to build your business. 
okay, I can get that anywhere. I want, I want the insider scoop. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just going to say people actually interact more with posts in a genuine, authentic way that are more relatable. Like you're going to get a million more comments. If you're talking about a personal story, then like, what is someone supposed to say on like, Oh, thanks for the tips, you know, like Mm -hmm. one, two, three, you get in like, not only do you get interaction on your posts, but they're going to slide into your DMS too. And be like, Hey, this really impacted me. I feel like that happens much more. Their friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, I think, I mean, this is a bit more like logistical, I suppose, but I think it's helpful just to realize like there's different types of content, right? So it's like, sometimes it can feel exhausting if you feel like every single post needs to be like your personal experience. So it's like Mm -hmm. mixing in the education, the inspiration, you know, the entertainment, um, the personal stories and like just trying out different, different styles of content. I know for me, like I get inspired in different ways for different types of content. Like I actually get the way for reels. I like to just go on my explore page and I just like, I just watch a bunch and none of them have to do with my niche at all, but I like, I'm just listening to the sound. And when I find one that I like, and I just think of something that I could do to it, (laughs) then I just do it, you know? Um, so that's how I get inspiration for, for reels, but that's very different than like, if I'm doing a feed on my post or a feed on my post, a post on my feed that isn't a real, it's typically just something that I've talked to a client about that's like coming through for me that I'm, you know, that I'm thinking about it's coming up. Like, so it just depends on the content as well. And I would say things like, you know, the podcast is a bit more, how do I describe how I think about the podcast? I mean, it needs to feel like a bigger topic and like, I have, there's more to be said about it. And I often will use like lists and stuff to anchor just to make it more digestible for people. But then I can like go in depth and actually get into the, gr- the nitty gritty stuff too. Um, so yeah, I, for podcasts, I'm typically thinking like what's more of an overarching theme rather than being much more specific, like on Instagram or something. Um, and again, I get a lot of inspiration from old, um, content I've made and then conversations with clients, like what are people saying? What are they commenting? What questions are they asking? And a great thing to do is literally just ask your audience, like, what do you want to know about this? Doing a Q and a, like keep a pulse on them. I think so often people forget, ask them for their questions. They want to interact. They, they want to feel like they're getting to, to play a role in it. It's like, there's no one better to, to learn from than your audience. And something you can also do, you know, depending on what stage you're at, if this feels good for you, um, it can be helpful to just like interview somebody who would potentially be an ideal client. Like you could have a, fr- like a friend who you feel like, Oh, my, I, my ideal client would be somebody like this. And just start asking them questions and see what questions they have and what are they Googling and all of that. And then you have a whole list made around, you know, like topics to, to talk about on social media. So that's something else that you can do as well. Summary. I would say if you feel like you're really caught in this cycle of like, you're turning your gears and nothing's coming out, that's when you take a break. Everyone Mm -hmm. take a break, go live your life. You'll gain so much insight and inspiration from just like changing your surroundings. Also remember that you can recycle your content whenever you need to. I recently read somewhere, like, don't be afraid to reuse an old post that did really well six months ago. I mean, there's a reason it did well. It helped a lot of people. No one's going to stop following you because you repost something that you used a while ago. And like, Mm -hmm. think of how your following has probably changed or grown since then. Don't be afraid to recycle content, not only from the same platform, but different platforms or channels. If you have a blog post and you can take a snippet and put it into an Instagram post, do that. Like there's so many ways like to reuse the same content that you've already made. You don't have to 
continually try to think of brand new ideas. And then what else did we say? Live life. No, I, yeah, live life. Get, get live life. out of your routine. You know, <laughs> like when you're living life and you're actually maximizing your content that you make, like we have this conversation a lot of like, okay, every piece of content, how do I squeeze the most out of it? Like mm-hmm. one podcast could be multiple video clips, could be a ton of quote cards, could be YouTube stuff. Like you can break everything up and like keep going with it. So squeeze everything you can after out of every single piece of content you do make or every single idea and live your life and like, just get inspired by the people around you and be curious, be curious with people around you. And I think you know, if, if you're still feeling like burnt out or you're just like, nothing's coming, then that's a sign to just take a break. You don't need, need to even worry about it. Mm-hmm. Rest, that's the answer. rest up. Well, we hope <laughs> this was helpful. If you've been feeling, uh, stuck with inspiration, no inspiration coming through for content, then hopefully this gave you some ideas. And if this was helpful, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. We really appreciate the support. It really helps to grow the show and share it to social media and tag us at the podcast connector so we can repost and say hi to you. That's going to be it for today's show. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will talk to you next episode. Thanks everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. Don't forget, if you want to get booked on amazing podcasts, or if you're a podcast host and you want to get connected with some incredible guests, head over to thepodcastconnector.com to learn more about our service. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It truly means the world to us. And extra points if you take a screenshot and tag us on social media so that we can see that you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day, and we will chat with you again next episode.